you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, December the 16th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to the former NFL player, former Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner, and current leader of the Total Access Picks and Predictions Say game. Again, He's the please. Georgia Bulldog. Mm-mm. He's the Carolina Panther. He's the man who would give you the shirt off his back if it wasn't so expensive. He's Thomas Davis <laughs> Sr. Welcome back, TD. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Say that picks part again. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah. I'll say it in a different way. Voice number two can't seem to make up ground oh in God. the picks and predictions rankings game on voice number one, Thomas Davis, who, like the leader of the Monaco Grand Prix, is very difficult to pass. <laughs> Formula One fans, you get it. MJ Acosta Ruiz fans, you get her. Welcome back to the pod, MJ. I got a few more weeks. I don't know how it's going to go for. <laughs> well, you know, that's my first question, MJ. You are the host of NFL Total Access. This is your show. This is your party. And this newbie comes uh-huh. in with his rookie TV season sweetness and his peach tree road aw shucks routine. And yet he's obviously scheming in the shadows to mm-hmm. take you down. Are you hopeful? that you can take him down, this fresh-faced contender, and hold on to the title of TA champ at the end of this fight. Always hopeful. Now, what it looks like in practicum, that's a different story. (laughs) I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and today's show is your viewer's guide to week 15 in the NFL with Friday answers to Sunday questions. Questions like who wins and what will the scoreboard read at the end of these games? Plus, who stars... Who scores? And is there a shutout on the schedule this week? Moneyball analytics junkie Cynthia Freeland has point totals and stat projections for the Saturday triple header only on NFL Network. That's Colts and Vikings in Game 1, Ravens and Browns in Game 2, and Dolphins and Bills in the nightcap. We will also get a visit from a Green Bay Packer named Aaron Jones. For some of you, the word Jones invites a sigh of relief. For others, a moment of slight disappointment that I couldn't book number 12. Deal with it because Aaron (laughs) Jones is special, as special off the field as he is on the field. And you are about to hear why. But first, this. Ray Ray McLeod goes in orbit motion behind Purdy and McCaffrey. They fake it to him left. They fake McCaffrey right. They throw to Kittle over the middle. Five. Touchdown. Purdy and a pistol. McCaffrey behind him. He looks right. Comes left, throws down the sideline, wide open, George Kittle, 30, 20, cuts inside, 10, cuts inside again, touchdown! 
Francesco! George Kittle, wide open, busted coverage, and Mr. Irrelevant bust their bust. Rookie Brock Purdy tossed those two touchdowns to George Kittle. Christian McCaffrey added another on the ground, and that was enough for the streaking 49ers to hand the Seahawks their second straight loss in front of the 12s. Final score, 21-13. Okay, MJ, the 49ers have won seven straight games. They did it without Debo Mm -hmm. again. Kid Purdy was efficient. 17 for 26, 217 yards and two touchdowns. Kittle was two, only four receptions, but they added up to 93 yards. And of course, those two touchdowns. Run CMC, 26 carries, 108 yards, a touchdown on the ground. He threw in six receptions for 30 yards, a real kick in the teeth for those of us who are playing against him in fantasy playoffs in PPR leagues. These two teams, MJ, had the same number of first downs, 16. Same number of plays, 61, and yet the only numbers that counted were on the scoreboard. Why are the 49ers suddenly unbeatable? They, I, we saw this coming, Andrew. I think whoever is surprised by this run and by this dominance by the 49ers hasn't been paying attention to what they've been doing in Santa Clara. I mean, the way the offense is running, to not skip a beat even without Debo Samuel just shows how monumental the addition of Christian McCaffrey was. And the fact that the rest of the offense is picking up where where they need to as well. Everyone is clicking. This might be one of the most complete teams in the league right now. Their run defense was stellar. Their whole defense, of course, is pretty stellar. They are the top-ranked defense in the NFL. But TD, the Seahawks couldn't run. 60 yards total on the ground. Those are Bucks-like numbers. And you know that comparison ain't a good thing. Um Seahawks are going the wrong way, TD. They're out of the playoff picture. The Lions are growling at their door. And yet the 49ers clinch a playoff place with last night's win. They are the third seed in the NFC. I don't think any of us will be surprised if they end up with the two seed in the NFC. TD, here's my question for you. Is this the kind of team that you could see run the table? This is absolutely a team that you can see run the table because they're clicking at the right time. Yeah. And the teams that go far in the playoffs and ultimately make it to the Super Bowl that end up winning the Super Bowl are the teams that start figuring it out late in the season. And that's what the San Francisco 49ers have done. Like MJ talked about with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, that has solidified them as a complete team. When you lose Debo Samuels and he's in and out of the lineup, you never know what you're going to get. But when you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey in the backfield that you can do so many different things with, that allows you to keep your whole offensive playbook alive. And that's what um, Shanahan has been able to do in adding Christian McCaffrey. And we know what this defense has done all season long. They continue to terrorize quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. They come out, they make teams one-dimensional, and when you make a team one-dimensional, that allows your pass rush to do exactly what we saw Bosa and the other guys do in their football game. It allowed them to get out the Geno. TD, uh, one of the knocks on the Buffalo Bills, currently the AFC top seed, is that they are too dependent upon Josh Allen. If you look at the numbers last night, and it's not just last night, if you go back over the last few weeks, we are starting to see, statistically anyway, a trend that suggests that the 49ers may be too dependent on Christian McCaffrey. He had 32 total touches last night, Mm. 26 carries, six receptions. He did a lot with it. He's very efficient. He's clearly an incredibly talented player. After the game, George Kittle described Christian McCaffrey as a violent runner. And yet when you consider 32 total touches and a violent approach to a running game, you start to worry about what we have seen before, which is a perceived, if not an actual, fragility in Christian McCaffrey. Is this not the right time to rely on him so heavily? Should they be waiting until January for that many touches? Listen, you don't ever want a disgruntled player in your locker room. And if you don't give Christian McCaffrey the ball in some way 25 or more times, He's going to be disappointed. He's one of those guys that absolutely wants the ball in his hand. He doesn't want to miss a practice rep. He doesn't want to miss a game rep. He's the guy that wants to be the guy all the time. And you love that in a competitor. But like you just talked about, Andrew, sometimes as a coach, you have to protect 
players from themselves and you have to keep them ready for the long haul because this team is going to be a long haul type team as long as they do the right thing and keeping their players healthy. So you can't give a guy who no matter how much he wants to run the ball, no matter how much he wants the ball in his hand, you can't give a guy of his statue the ball 30 plus times in football games. Like it's just, it's just not conducive to a long run. If the season were to end this week, Let's say the season ended right now. The way the current playoff picture is in the NFC, with Minnesota as the two, Niners the three seed, then the Bucks, then the Cowboys, then the Washington Commanders, and then the Giants. That means that the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Washington Commanders. Now, it's conceivable that that matchup remains come the wild card round of the playoffs. The one thing that I would say about the Commanders is that they are one of the few teams who can claim to be as physical as the San Francisco 49ers. Does that worry you at all, especially vis-a-vis the previous question about making sure that your tools are sharp when you need them most? It doesn't worry me at all because the matchup that's going to be the difference in the football game is the 49ers defensive line versus Washington's offensive line. And I don't think that they're going to be capable holding up four quarters versus that pass yeah. rush. I think those guys absolutely know how to get after the quarterback and they know how to make life miserable for the guy on the other end. And even though I love Taylor Heineke, he's not a guy that can hold up against that defense for four quarters. I can't name one quarterback in the NFL that can, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I agree. Right. Last word on this goes to you, MJ Seahawks, as we mentioned before and as you saw last night and as we know from the last couple of weeks, they're headed in the wrong direction. Are they done? I don't know if they're done, but they... It's a hell of a time of the year to have to get it together, especially when you've been trending in in the wrong way. Um, So what they've shown us, certainly over the last four games, they had two losses in a row, won one, lost another one. It's a a lot to overcome this late in the year. Perfectly put. Okay, time now for game picks and score predictions for the Saturday triple header only on NFL Network. Yes, you've heard me say that a lot this week. We are, admittedly, very excited about being able to host this party. Three games with so much at stake. Game one, Colts and Vikings in Minneapolis, kickoff 1 p.m. Eastern. Game two, Ravens and Browns in Cleveland, kickoff 440 Eastern. Game number three, MJ's Dolphins taking on the Bills in Buffalo, kickoff 815. Sunday Stars playing Saturday football. It is going to be good. Now, are you guys ready with your game picks? Okay, hold that thought, because before we hear from MJ and TD, let's set the table with Cynthia Freeland, whose algorithm-driven analytics model has some surgically precise predictions for Saturday point totals and stat projections. It's sin to win. MJ, get her in the game. A lot to talk about. Um, Two of being comfortable, the snow, the elements. I don't care, Cynthia. What are your numbers? Will he have more than 236 and a half yards? I think that's too low. I think he's going to have more. 267, a touchdown, an interception, and 12 rush yards in this matchup. I know it's cold. I know that we've talked about the cold Mm -hmm. and the space heaters Mm -hmm. and that shirt that his coach was wearing saying it should be colder. But realistically, you need to win football games. Yeah. And they've seen them go away from the run a little bit more and pass on the Bills. Now, passing on the Bills is a good opportunity. It worked last time for them, but they are banged up in that secondary a bit. So targeting that area, to, to take the smart yeah. target. If they win on Saturday, I will be wearing that colder shirt on Monday. I promise Perfect. you that. Now, the Ravens won't have Lamar Jackson again. Last week, it was a heavy dose of J.K. Dobbins. Tomorrow against the Browns, will he have more or less than 49 and a half? Yard. I think that number is like just about right. Okay. I have 49 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown along with one catch for seven more yards. I'm looking at the injury report and all week long, many of his offensive linemen have appeared on it. So I'm not willing to say that it's going to be this extremely efficient and effective running game. And I think that that's an interesting thing because when you're looking at that alongside with what the Browns have been able to do against the run, I still think it's going to work for them. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be this crazy high number. And yes, you are still playing him in your fantasy playoffs. Okay, a little bonus, <laughs> bonus uh, statistics for you guys. Finally, the early game, we have Colts and Vikings. Well, the Vikings defense have visions of Jonathan Taylor rushing for more than 82 and a half yards. Yeah, yes. yeah they, 
They're not going to finish. I mean, they're going to have to. It's going to happen. It was going to be like yeah. this. Like, oh, they're going to turn around to me. 94 rushing yards and a touchdown, plus three catches for 18 more yards. Mm. A very heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor. This guy's generated 64 rushing yards over expected against a light box since Jeff Saturday took over as the head coach. That's the third most among running backs. I think that they're going to have to give him a light box on some of these. They otherwise, Matt going to pass on him. So they're going to try to think, okay, let's keep this thing balanced. And Jonathan Taylor will absolutely make the most of that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. to the science of it, the numbers of it. Let's start with that Dolphins-Bills game. Over under 43 and a half points. I can take it, Cynthia. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. It's going right. to be over 43 and a half points. I have 28 to 19 Bills win. This matchup, a decent margin, but 47 points, which means on that third of the triple header, it's going to be a really good game to watch. <laughs> All right, let's go to Bengals-Bucks. Over under 44 and a half points. I'm really looking at this one closely. Ooh, okay, so Bengals 25. Mm -hmm. To 22. Oh, so that's 47. So more. We get a lot of points going on next week. And I think Joe Burrow has a very excellent day. And I even think Joe Mixon. So people named Joe are going to have a very big day. I love that you had it such a score, uh, close score is there Closer. too. Ah, Closer. Circle that one. All right. Colts Vikings, our first game of the triple header over under 47.5 points. Okay. So Vikings seal their fate and they head to the playoffs winning hey. the North 27 to 22, 49 points, which is not one, not two, but three times extra points. We're getting lots of points tomorrow. Triple header. You got to like watch all of those games to make sure. Oh, yeah. I think big game from Justin Jefferson. He's actually my number two wide receiver for the week. I think you have a nice big game from Kirk Cousins. Not maybe not 425, nothing right. like that, but right. a nice big game. I love it. Make it rain points. We'd love to see it. Okay, it is now time finally to hear from MJ and TD. I have made you wait long enough. Thank you for your patience. Let's begin with the first game on Saturday, Colts and Vikings. MJ, you get the first word on this. The odds makers have set the line at four and a half. Vikings at home, the two seed in the NFC, favored by only, I'm going to use the word only, only four and a half at home against a team that is ranked dead last in the AFC, the Colts at four, eight, and one. What do the odds makers know, MJ, that I don't? Who wins this game and how do they do it? 
I have the Vikings winning this game 25-20. to 20. I think especially after the loss against Detroit, not only do they need to remind people of the team that we saw that went on a run for, what, six, seven straight wins at one point in the season, um, but they want to keep that positioning that they have as we head into the post. Like you mentioned, they are the two-seed in the NFC. Um, this conference continues to get spicier. They not just will win, they need <laughs> They need a win this weekend for sure. So that's how I see them doing it. MJ says they need a win. The question to you, TD, will they get the win? Do you agree? I do agree they will get the win. 21-14, to 14, I have the Vikings winning this football game. Too much offensive firepower. Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, those guys create matchup nightmares, and they give their team a chance to win on any given Sunday. A couple numbers that stood out to me in this one. The Colts' NFL rank in offense – 25th and yet the Vikings NFL rank in defense is dead last so in essence the Colts have the advantage there go to the other side of the ball Colts defense is ranked eighth in the NFL Vikings offense is ranked 17th so for all the firepower that we keep referencing they're a middle of the road NFL offense playing a top 10 NFL defense. I think that must be why the odds makers have set this line only at four and a half. But both MJ and TD agree this is a win for the Vikings. Time will tell. Game two, Ravens and Browns in Cleveland. The line on this one is two and a half. The Browns are actually favored. They are at home. That makes sense. It's Deshaun Watson's third game back after suspension. The Ravens have won two in a row, but they didn't do so in convincing fashion. That 10-9 win against the Broncos. That 16-14 win against the Steelers. Yes, both wins. Important to get Ws, but the way in which they did it wasn't convincing. We are hearing that Tyler Huntley will be the starter. For the Ravens, what does that do to you, TD? Who wins this game? How do they do it? I don't think that it changed my perspective on mm -hmm. who was going to win this football game either way. I just think that the Ravens and the way that they're playing defense now with the addition of Roquan Smith has made a huge difference in that locker room on that football team. So I'm going with the Ravens 17-10 to 10 in this game Um Deshaun Watson just hasn't shown me enough. I know that he's a great quarterback. He's going to be great for the Browns for a long time to come. But whenever you miss 700 days of football action, it's going to be tough on you, in particular at the quarterback spot. And if we're being honest, we have seen somebody who looks like they have been off for 700-plus days, certainly in those first two outings. A win in the first game, in which he didn't do much. A loss in the second game, in which he was asked to throw the ball 42 times. TD is putting the Browns on upset alert, says that the Ravens will win by a touchdown. MJ, what say you? I have the Ravens as well. 25-17, uh, the final score here. I don't think we should discount Tyler Huntley. I mean, we've seen what he's been able to do when he stepped up in seasons past. I actually really like him um, as a quarterback. Obviously, Lamar is who he is, but to have Huntley there um, and the way that we know he can play, is a good thing. And at the end of the day, I just think the Ravens are the better team in this matchup. MJ agrees. She is putting the Browns on upset alert, says that the Ravens will win by eight. TD says by seven. MJ says by eight. Let's find out. That's game two of the Saturday triple header. Let's go to the nightcap. MJ's Dolphins at eight and five. And probably, if we're being honest, starting to doubt a little bit, not their own credibility, but their own process, their own scheme, their own ability to stay in games against tough opponents, no tougher opponent in the AFC than the Buffalo Bills. They are the home team. They are 10 and three. They are the top seed in the AFC and they are favored by seven and a half. MJ, we're gonna go to you on this. You get the first word on your team. Who wins? What's the score? Heat lamps or not, Dolphins win this one. 28 to 25, a very tough game in the snow, hopefully not in the snow. Uh, come on, Finns. Come on. 28-25, that is obviously an upset. There may be a little bit of hope in that pick, mm -hmm. but I That's think... A lot word. of bit of hope. I thought you were going to say another H word. Uh, what Homer. is it? Homer. No, well, yes. Well, also applies. a little bit of Homer-driven, Homer Homer-informed hope in that one. I just want all the listeners to know that... Um, <laughs> TD is wearing a magnificent teal suit today, probably to soften the blow. Yeah, probably. That's probably right. But I will say <laughs> this is that when MJ made her pick, listener, TD did drop his head, smile widely, 
side-eye me as he shook his head as if to say, OMJ, OMJ, this is why you know one. not of what you speak. TD, who wins this game? How do they do it? Listen, uh, this game, I thought for a second, was going to be one of the closer contested games. But then the more I sit and think about this game, the fact that the coaches are trying to play a mind game with the players by making these T-shirts talking about make it colder. I need him to stop that I can immediately. speak stop as a it. player. No one wants it no to one be asked colder. For this. Nobody ever wants it to be colder. No one ever said, let it be colder in any game. But the Dolphins are trying to convince themselves that they want it to be colder. I don't know if it's the fans and or just Mike. It's literally just a mind, like a mind game that they're trying to play right now. But the inclement weather is going to be a huge factor, whether it's snowing whether it's just naturally cold which is always is in buffalo this late in the season they just played a game against the chargers where they played inside no weather issues they have this high power offense they're going against one of the worst defenses in the league statistically and you go out and you lay an egg but now we have potential inclement weather against one of the best defense in the league. And you want to tell me that Tua is going to go out and play better? I just don't see it happening. I have the Bills winning this. I said originally 24 to 20, but I think it's going to be a little bit more lopsided than that. Ouch. 24-20, that was your gut. We're going to hold you to that because that's what's being posted. So TD has this game going 24-20. I submit to you, based on what I'm hearing, that both of you actually see this game going Similarly, the only difference being you see the Bills stopping Tua and that Miami offense from going down the field and getting a game-winning touchdown. MJ sees it differently. MJ sees them going down the field, maybe in a two-minute offense, getting that final touchdown and winning a game, you said, what, Mm 28-25? Kind of similar game scripts. Yours is the hopeful ending. Yours may be more realistic. Time will tell us what happens. That's Saturday. Let's turn to Sunday. We're on the clock. Let's go quickly through these. Steelers at 5-8, and eight, not dead yet, in Carolina to take on TD's Panthers, also at 5-8, and eight, also very not dead yet. TD, who wins it? How do they do it? Listen, I think the records for these teams just speaks to who I think is going to win. 5-8, 5-8, got to be my Panthers winning this game. Um, it's going to be played in Carolina. This is going to be the first season that Mike Tomlin has a losing record under his coaching resume, and it's going to start continuing to go downhill even more when they play the Carolina Panthers, who are a hot football team. And I called it five weeks ago. I said that this team under Coach Wilkes would find success, and it's coming true. They're going out. You can see the players are playing different. They're playing harder. And everything that we all wanted to happen for Coach Wilkes is happening right now. Sam Darnold is healthy. He's playing well. The defense is playing well. Offensive line running game is going well. The Carolina Panthers are going to win this game 20 to 13. 20 to 13 says TD. Now, listener, if you missed that moment of NFL numerology, remind yourself of the jersey number that Thomas Davis Sr. wore. What was that again? 5'8". Yeah, that'd be 5'8". Okay, MJ, do you agree with TD in his assessment that the Panthers win by a touchdown? You know, it took Adam Rank and I a while to um, listen to TD. Should have been listening to him from the junk. Clearly first place in the standings. I'm going with the Panthers as well. I think they will win this one the way that they're trending. This is exactly what we were talking about earlier. Teams figuring it out at the most pivotal point in the season, especially in this division. Um, So I think they win it 19 to 16. 19 to 16. And let's be clear, TD, you didn't convince them. Your Panthers convinced them, and you would have it no other way. Next game, the Philadelphia Eagles, the NFC top seed at 12 and 1 on the road at Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Eliminated from the playoff picture, they are 3 and 10. The Eagles a road favorite, favored by nine. MJ, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I mean, Eagles all day. Um, they're going to win this 35 to 20. And honestly, I was a little a little generous on the other end there. Yeah, I'm not sure where the 20 points comes from. <laughs> but I think, yeah. well, but the fact is we know where they come from. Right. 20 points come from Justin Fields. He 100%. Is a, he's an electric player, and he's capable of doing that on his own. TD, do you agree? 15-point win, says MJ. I absolutely agree, but I have it 31-14 to for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has this offense rolling. The defense is playing well now that Jordan Davis is back out there versus the run. We know that the Bears specialize in the run. It's going to be a great matchup, but it's going to be lopsided. 
Another perceived mismatch is the next game, the Kansas City Chiefs at 10-3. and They are the two-seed in the AFC on the road to take on the Houston Texans, the one-win Houston Texans at 1-11-1. The odds makers say this is a two-touchdown gap. Kansas City, the road favorite, by 14, TD. Who wins it? How do they do it? Kansas City's going to win this one big, big, big. But it's going to be a lot different now that the injury report has come out in this game because Damian Pierce is out, Mm. no Brandon Cooks. Mm. I think that that number is going to jump to a lot higher than I originally anticipated. So I'm going 31 to 14 in this one as well for the Chiefs. I don't know where these 14 points are going to come from, but they'll show up somewhere. MJ. I feel like the Chiefs will probably put up a 40-burger. I have them winning it uh, 40 to 14. Yeah. Yeah. Next game, Cowboys at 10 and 3 on the road to take on the Jags at 5 and 8. This game is the subject of heated debate all through NFL circles this week. Originally, the thought was that the Cowboys would probably get a win in this one. The more I hear people talking about this game, the more they are convincing themselves and each other that Trevor Lawrence and a suddenly hot Jags offense has what it takes to beat a suddenly depleted Cowboys secondary. That's the narrative heading into this one in Duval. Cowboys are favored on the road by four and a half. MJ, first word goes to you. Who wins it and how? I have the Cowboys winning this one 32-28. to 28. Um, I want to see Dak Prescott go up there and clean up the things he said he was going to clean up. Not just ball protection, but I think they, they need to jump out ahead. They need to play the brand of football that we know they can play. The same team that put up 40 against Minnesota earlier in the season and a defense that only allowed three in that game. So they, they really need to get back to that. Um, I don't know that it's going to be like 40-3, to three, obviously, much closer game here, um, but this is a game that they'll win. TD, the Cowboys can clinch a playoff berth with a win. MJ says they get that win. Of course, the Jags can keep pressure up on the Titans in that AFC South if they get a win. Who wins it, TD? How do they you, do it? You started this out by saying there's a lot of talking going on mm-hmm. and a lot of talking, and I thought you were going to touch on all of the talking that's being done by the Dallas defenders. <laughs> These guys are about distracted earlier. right we now. We have heard a lot not, from Micah Parsons this week, haven't we? Uh, way too much. Who is he talking about, TD? He's focused on the Philadelphia Eagles and their quarterback situation and and what's going on. And correct me if I'm wrong, TD, but they don't play the Eagles. For a whole another two weeks, they don't play the Eagles. (laughs) That's one of the things as a player, you can get distracted looking ahead or looking down the road and you can lose sight on the guys that you're playing. In the NFL, there are no off weeks other than the one that you are allotted. So if you think that you can go into a football mm-hmm. game and you just, you can just show up and win and worry about who do you, who you have to play next, those are the kind of games that get you beat. We saw the way that they struggled against the Houston Texans, a team that they should have beat handily. Right. It shouldn't have came down to a game-winning drive for them to beat the Texans, but it did. And that we saw a defense struggle that we hadn't seen struggle all season long. And what's the difference? Their star player is in the media talking about a different team. Okay, so the suggestion from TD is that Micah and the Dallas Cowboys potentially are distracted, potentially guilty of looking ahead on the schedule to next week, not focusing on this week. Okay, TD, what happens this week? I still think they figure out a way to win this game, 28-24. to But for most of this game, it's going to be the Jaguars leading it, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the game in the fourth quarter. Next game, two teams that TD knows very, very well, NFC rivals and opponents, the Falcons at 5-8. and eight. On the road to take on the Saints, who are 4-9. and nine. Odds makers say the Saints are favored by 4 TD. Who wins it? Give me a score. I got to go with the New Orleans Saints winning this football game, and it's going to be 20 to 7. It's going to be Desmond Ritter's first game, and I'm excited to see the kid play. It's something, probably a decision they should have made a while ago, Mm -hmm. but I just think that his first game in New Orleans versus the Saints, it's a tough place to play down in New Orleans, and if that got to be your first game, it's going to be tough. Yeah, that's a tough place to play and certainly a tough defensive front to face. MJ, who wins this one? Yeah, I, I love Desmond Ritter. You know, I was really excited about him um, even before the draft started. But this matchup right here, that defense is going to get after him. They're they're licking their tops at this point. Like, let's go rookie QB. Let us uh, add him. Uh, the Saints win this one. Uh, 25 to 20. We said Desmond Ritter struck us as the only real adult in the room. 
amongst <laughs> the rookie quarterbacks yeah. this year. Yeah. He's going to need all that adulting potentially right. after this game to lick his wounds Watch and to that. look forward. Short memory, Desmond. Short memory. At least says fish. TD and MJ. <laughs> Next game, Lions on the road at MetLife to take on the Jets. The Lions are 6-7 and seven and knocking at the door of the NFC Playoff Club. The Jets at 7-6 and six have lost two straight and are heading the wrong way in the AFC Playoff picture. MJ, you're first. Who wins it? How do they do it? Ooh, all right. I have the Lions winning this 30-22. to 22. I love what I've seen from them, from what we've all seen from them. Honestly, not just the last few weeks, but all season, especially from the offense. They've been able to put up points. They just weren't able to close out games. They've been doing that now. And the Jets team, unfortunately, is really banged up. They're a little bit discombobulated right now. Poor Mike. They tried to get Mike White out there by any means possible. By any it. means possible, which didn't <laughs> need to be said. No. And yet that got out. Yes. I mean, I'm oh, out. Yeah, which, so which we all interpret, of course, to say we did everything we could to keep Zach Wilson on the bench, but we just couldn't. Man, that's terrible yeah. messaging. Um, <laughs> so MJ says that the Lions do, in fact, get their sixth win in seven games. Do you agree, TD? Yes, I do. 24 to 14. This Lions team is hot right now, led by that offense and Jared Goff. I just think that with the Jets having Quentin Williams out, not being able to get pressure up front, it's going to make it a lot harder on the guys in the secondary when you're facing a high-powered offense. And I just don't think that they're going to get enough offensive production from Zach Wilson to be contenders in this game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and with me today, the normal Friday duo, the exacta of exact picks, MJ Acosta-Ruiz, Thomas Davis Sr. We turn now to the Sunday afternoon slate. Scores and winners only, guys. Here we go. Cards, 4-9, and nine, on the road to take on the Broncos, 3-10. and 10. Broncos officially eliminated from the playoffs. This is a matchup between teams with injured QBs amidst very disappointing seasons. TD, who wins it? What's the score? 17-10 Cardinals. I think Colt McCoy has enough game experience and enough weapons on the outside to get the job done in this game. A seven-point win for the road underdog, says TD. The Broncos are favored by two and a half at home. MJ, do you agree? You know, it was hard for me to pick this game, oddly enough, because I was wondering which team has more bad juju on them at this point in the season. 
Um, and I feel like the Cardinals are going through it a little bit tougher, even with Colt McCoy, who we know can be efficient out there. For some reason, Melo Gut told me Broncos 16-12. Got to play the gut. 16-12, that's a four-point win for the Broncos. Hey, something to be excited about, Broncos Nation. Next game, Patriots at 7-6 and six in Vegas to take on the Raiders, who are 5-8. and eight. MJ, who wins? Do you trust the Patriots' defense? Do you trust a Raiders offense that should be better than they are, getting back Waller potentially, getting back Renfro potentially. The the band is starting to get back together mm-hmm. again. That's Devontae Adams. That's Josh Jacobs. That's Derek Carr with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. Is that convincing enough to give the Raiders a win for you? It was. I think with all of those pieces, what's the excuse? There's no excuse not to win. So I'm going to take that this week at face value and give the Raiders the win 28 to 25. 28 to 25. That's her second 28-25 if you're scoring at <laughs> home this week. TD, who wins it? How do they do 17, it? 17-14, Pats. I'm a believer in this defense and the schemes that Bill Belichick comes up with. Yeah. Derek Carr has not looked comfortable at all in this new offense. He has a game where he goes out and he looks like himself, and then he has games like he had the last couple of weeks where he just hasn't played well. You're a believer in the Patriots defense. Are you a believer in the Titans defense? Next game Titans at Chargers. Both teams seven and six. The Chargers are favored at home by three. Who wins at TD? How do they do it? Like the Giants, like the Seahawks, the Titans are a team that are on a downward spiral right now. I just feel like they are a team that since they fired their GM, since they lost to the Eagles, they are a team that are in search of an identity. They don't really know who they are. We know that they are a running team, but uh, more than that, I don't know who this Titans team is. So I have them losing this game to the Chargers, who are a surging team right now. They're getting healthier. 27-17 Chargers. 27-17 Chargers. That's TD's pick. Uh, two banged-up units here. Titans offense, banged up. Chargers defense, banged up. In a battle of banged-up units, who wins, MJ? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Chargers here, especially after what we saw um, last week. See, I am... I can be petty, but I'm still, I can still assess things to make a correct pick here. So I have the Chargers winning this. Uh, a close one, I would say. I like the line here, um, 27 to 24. Next game, Bengals at Bucks. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are 9-4 and four and surging. Tom Brady and the Bucks are 6-7 and seven and plunging. Who wins it? How do they do it? MJ, you're first. Oh, I definitely have the Bengals um, winning this one. Let's go 25-22. Come on. I mean, the way that they're rolling, you said it exactly. They're going in complete opposite directions. Again, one of those games that you should win if you're Cincy. I think they will. Bengals are favored on the road by three and a half. MJ says they win by three. TD, what say you? 30-20 Bengals. And the one thing that Tampa Bay has struggled with is pressure from the front four. So, If they're able to continue to generate pressure, then it'll be an easy win for the Bengals. The last time the Giants and Commanders played, they tied. They are both 7-5-1. Commanders host this one, this NFC East clash. That will have major playoff implications. The Commanders are favored by four and a half. TD, you're first on this one. Who wins it? How do they do it? You know, you talked about them tying the last time they played. And since that tie, one team has trended up and one team has mm-hmm. trended down. And that one team that has trended up was the Commanders. And I have them winning this game 21 to 10 because of that. The Giants are a football team that's struggling. They're trying to find their identity. With Saquon Barkley being hurt, somebody else has to step up. Uh, Saquon Barkley may be limited again this week. Mm. Is that enough to convince you that they lose? Or are there other factors in play? MJ, who wins this? It also helps that the Commanders got that very late bye. So they're rested. Um, I think Commanders win it 21-17. That brings an end to the Sunday slate. One game to go in Week 15. It is the Rams, 4-9, and nine, in Green Bay at Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers, who are 5-8. and eight. The line is seven. Packers favored by a touchdown at home. Not hard to see why, because it's not easy to see where points will come from, Mm -hmm. from this Rams offense. Baker Mayfield had a very fortuitous debut for the Rams. Everybody talked about him getting the win only 48 hours after showing up in L.A. But if we're being honest, he was handed that win by a team that refused to finish it off. Was he not? Mm Mm-hmm. TD nodding his head. Thank you for that validation. Who wins this game, TD, and how do they do it? The Packers are going to win this game 24-14. We talked about inclement weather and playing outside in a cold environment. And this L.A.-based team, 
They're going to have to go in the towards the end, middle of December and play in Green Bay at Lambeau Field is not going to be a fun game. They're not going to be prepared for that weather. That's why the Packers are going to win this from 24 to 14. I like the sound of that. I think I'm going to stream the Packers' defense in my playoff game in fantasy. MJ, Ooh. who wins it? How do they do it? Um, for the girl who's wearing a blanket inside of the studio right now and is always cold, for whatever reason, the, the weather doesn't have as much of an impact for me in this particular matchup only because of what we saw from the Rams. And it's it's not that I'm putting – so, yes, I am taking the Rams 25-20. 25-20 upset, for the Rams. But the Baker-Ripple effect, yes. right? I think the way that he has now re-energized this team with that play, re-energized his coach for sure. We haven't seen a riled up um, Sean McVay on the sideline like that in a while. Um, I think they're, they're going to want to get after it, and I think that that's going to be enough to fuel them forget about the cold, and get out there and get a win. And, of course, the breaking news uh, in the best way for Rams fans is that Aaron Donald is prepping to play. You may see him back in the lineup for the first time in a while, and you know he wants a piece of number 12. Mm -hmm. Of course, we cannot let the Packers game go without inviting in today's special guest, a very special player for the Green Bay Packers. First name Aaron, last name Jones. He is on pace for another thousand-yard season, and maybe even a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. He is as special off the field as he is on it. Aaron Jones, the mic is yours. Aaron, always so great to see you. Thank you for coming through. You're also the Packers nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year award once again. We'll get to that in just a minute, but I want to hit you on this first because you spent the bye week in Green Bay rehabbing that injury. So how are you feeling? Good for Monday? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm feeling good. Yes. You know, uh, up here to get the body right, uh, handle business, take care of business uh, for these last four. So uh, we know it starts Monday night. Business decisions always first. All right. So you're closing in on your third 1,000-yard season. No one surprised. But should we expect maybe a little touchdown celebration or two on Monday? Oh, now you give me ideas. I didn't have anything <laughs> planned, but, you know, you always got to have a plan. You got to manifest it. So thank you. Uh, we can work on some choreography after the interview. I got to. No worries. Um, you're, a team <laughs> captain. Um, you're a team captain this year, of course. And at five and eight, look, it's it's been a little bumpy for y'all. But how are you and Aaron Rodgers handling all of the outside noise this season? Uh, blocking it out. You know, um, we care about the guys in this locker room. Uh, we know what we're capable, capable of and we know we have um the guys around us uh who are capable as well and we just try to try to bring them along you know stand their ear and help in any way we can so just pretty much blocking out the outside noise and um staying together as a family and you touched on it there a little bit and rogers has been very vocal about the new guys the younger guys stepping up so how have you tried to get those newer guys in sync it, it takes a couple of seasons sometimes it, it does uh you know just getting comfortable uh with the playbook so you can go out there and play fast so just help, helping them in that way and then just uh, helping them in their confidence, you know, uh, that's one of the big things. You uh, you not having success when you first get out there can get you down. So you know, just stand on, stand in the air. Hey, you're here for a reason. Um, you've done this. You've been doing this your whole life. Ain't no, ain't no reason you can't go out there. And then when they do do it, I'm gonna see. I told you, or um, <laughs> like before the game, I'm like, hey, Mister, welcome to welcome them to the Romeo show or the Christian Watson show or something like that. And just you know, just stand there. Stand their ears and get get them going, and uh, also let them know uh, I'm, I'm proud of them. Christian uh, as well, like for instance, Chris, mm -hmm. Christian. Sorry, um, told him when like he was down, he had those concussions, uh, had a couple of drops. He could have chose to go any other way, and like like you said, the outside noise listened to the media, um, but he didn't. He put his head down. Uh, he listened. He listened to the guys in the locker room who had his back and, uh, you know, it's, you see it paying off and he's um, coming through big time for us. Something that's easier said than done for sure, Aaron. So it speaks a lot to the work that you guys are doing as a group. Now, this is the second time that you've been nominated to be the Packers nominee uh, for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. What's been the most special thing about the work that you do off the field? Uh, what's been the most special? Just uh, impacting people, uh, no, no matter if it's li uh, little or big, you know, it, these kids remember it. And I work a lot with, with kids. So uh, these kids, it's leaving them with a lasting impact that they'll always remember. Um, and just looking to be a resource in my community any way I can be. 
And, uh, you know, it's an honor to be nominated uh, two years in a row by such a great organization with great men in the locker room. Uh, I think that's one of the things that Packers do a great job is, you know, bringing in high character guys. So uh, these guys in this locker room, not only these guys, but the, co the coaches and the staff upstairs, they continue to push me every day uh, to, to greatness and be the man that I am. Um, and they hold me accountable as well. So uh, I thank them for that. You, I watch, loved watching those videos because you see the, the their little faces light up and you think it's just a moment, right? But it's it's an impact that lasts for a lifetime. Aaron, always love to see the work that you do both on and off the field. Good luck this weekend. And of course, with the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, those will be announced at NFL Honors on February 9th. Appreciate your time, Aaron. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Go Pack Go. I want to thank today's special guests, MJ Acosta Ruiz and Thomas Davis Sr. Please join us Monday for Monday Questions from Sunday Contests. We will take a look back at Sunday's best, who tripped the baller alert, who clinched a playoff place, who photobombed the playoff picture, and who crashed out of it. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.